it's starting. I think we should TP your neighbor. <laughs> I'd love I to just TV. thought about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. They would never, they would never <laughs> even suspect it coming from you because you don't have young kids that would do something like that. Right? But we do. I have never. Oh. I t- I t- I'm pretty sure I took your daughter TPing. I oh, I've been TPing before. Oh, but, uh, yeah. Just more irritated than I was like this I morning. Like, I taught all those girls to TP. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I'd be surprised if she never went with us. I'm Mine pretty sure she did. super, super loud. Is this me? Da-da-da. Really good. Oh, I like that. I don't have to be right up on the microphone I right know, now. It's I'm nice. really enjoying that. Mm-hmm. We can alternate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. See, look at how loud it is. I I better be careful how. Well, I think there was one time where it was either like when I would laugh or something. And I was like, oh, shoot. I felt like I got loud. I think it was like one of the days we were at your house. Yeah. When we were recording. Oh, my goodness. Hi, Carlene. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) How are you? I say hi like we haven't been talking for two hours. <laughs> Carlene had this brilliant idea. She brought um, Nestle hot cocoa mm-hmm. and peppermint schnapps. And that's what we're drinking. Oh, it is schnapps. All right. I, I thought I got some off-brand because of this. But it is. It's schnapps. It's schnapps. The schnapps. All right. It is delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm finally starting to feel a little bit more relaxed. Oh, are you? Yeah. I can feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't want to put that on you. <laughs> that anxiety, that Oh, yeah. I was going to pull feeling. it off. That's fine. I think it's going away. Mm. That peppermint schnapps, hot yeah. chocolate will do miracles. Yes. It's medicine. Mm. And if that doesn't work, you just drink it straight from right? the bottle. Yeah. Well, 90 proof. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it is. It's strong. Yeah. Not, I mean, not if you have a boo-boo, you could probably wipe your boo-boo down with it. Probably. If you get shot, you could probably, <laughs> I don't know, it might burn. <laughs> yeah, probably. Anyways, so Peppermint. Halloween was yesterday. Yeah. Did you get a lot of trick-or-treaters? Um, I don't know. I went to my mom's. <laughs> oh, you did? But you know, last year, I I was scared because I just kind of hibernated in my house. All right. And there were, it's like all the little kids have grown up, so my neighborhood isn't. Super quiet. I think a lot of the parents in my neighborhood that do have little kids take them other places now. Like your church idea? Possibly. (laughs) (laughs) Trunk or tree. But my mom's neighborhood was pretty active. Was it? And the neighbors have, oh my God, my mom's neighborhood is so much fun. Like the, the houses are really decorated, but they have people that were like smoking ribs. Right. And giving those out to people. What? Yeah. Come on, parents. You, you should have sent me a text. I would have been over there, man. I, there with were... my little bucket Ooh. to get some ribs. <laughs> cotton candy. Bucket of ribs. They had cotton candy and snow cones. And, I mean, these houses went all out. And then, obviously, it was a Cardinals game. So, people had, like, giant screen TVs in their garage and all the neighbors. I was like, maybe I maybe I should move into this neighborhood. Not, not that I watch Cardinals. I don't watch football ball but but just the fact that all the neighbors how they all have f- so much fun it right was, it was really cute and they're all like really young kids in the neighborhood so you know as they grow up it's gonna be cute i always feel kind of jealous of neighbors that have that close-knit like mm. neighborhoods it's 
not our neighborhood. Oh, not after what I heard tonight. No. <laughs> neighbor. From hell. From hell. Making comments about parking on the street. You just, you know, you're not allowed. First of all, there's not a homeowner's association here. Right. If he wants to live somewhere like that, he shouldn't move to somewhere like that. Exactly. And I just and, think he's uh, being a dick. I think he has issues in his own life and he's projecting them onto you. Right. So I'm just going to... How was your fair time? Oh my God. We had so much fun. Did we yeah. talk about that the last time? No. I don't even remember. No, because you went after. Oh yeah. We had fun. We didn't... The only thing we really rode was the um, Ferris wheel. What? Yeah. That's so old person. I know, but he like he had a rough week at work and we took pictures, we ate a ton of food, we yeah. ate um I had my Indian fry bread, oh. fried Twinkies. No, you know? it was fried Oreos. Oh, I was just gonna oh say god, I wanna try so good. We gotta figure out how to make those. Oh my god. Can't be that hard. I, I need a deep fryer. I don't oh, I used to have yeah. one, but I ruined it by leaving oil in it. Didn't? When we were kids we had one and we would my my sisters would always make onion rings after school, Ugh. french fries. You just made me think of a memory of mm. we went to my friend Tanya's house after mm. school one day. I don't remember what grade we were in. We might have been freshmen's, either eighth grade or freshmen's. So we go to her house and we start chopping up. We made my sister chop up the onions <laughs> and then we told her to go to the room while we fried them and ate them. Oh we God, were so mean. so mean. Yeah, it wasn't me. It was my friend Tanya. Okay. It was you, Tanya, you know. Yeah. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Put Anyways. it off on somebody who's not yeah. here to defend themselves. Exactly. Maybe wow. she's out there listening. I haven't talked to her in forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have a few listener stories, mm-hmm. and one of them's from a friend of mine. I'm. It makes me super happy that my friends are listening. That is very nice. Yeah. I was a little afraid of like having friends, like close people that knew me, like actually listening to the podcast. It's a little intimidating. It is intimidating, mm-hmm. but I'm getting a lot of positive feedback about it. So yeah. it makes me feel. Do you think they would tell us if it was bad? I have some pretty honest friends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I would hope that like I could rely on my sister to be like, hey, you should change that. Right. I don't know. Philip would tell us. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. He sent, a, he sent another text the other day said, nice show, uh, ladies. Oh, <laughs> I need to be more supportive for Philip. Honestly, I haven't listened to anybody's podcast lately. My daughter-in-law to be in like nine days, eight days. Oh, wow. Eight days. So close. I know. She listens to podcasts all the time. Does she? Yeah. And actually, the first podcast I ever heard were ones that she sent my way. So that was the first one I heard. It was these two women that talk about, remember that show 911? Uh, no, what's it called? They like relive the 911 calls. Oh, Really? Yeah. So these women, basically, that's what they talk. I think that's what their whole thing is. That's what they were doing that day. That's their shtick. Yeah. They were talking about a woman who she was pregnant and taken by another woman who like kidnapped her and I think drugged her and then was cutting her, the fetus out of her. And oh my she God. somehow was able to escape it. And yeah. It was horrible. It sounds familiar though. Like it's, it's been on the news or something or maybe. Oh yeah. It was. I think that, it was a ugh. national news story. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty sick, though. But yeah, they, that's what they do. They talk about stuff like that. Well, I have a little surprise for you. That we got, speaking of the fair, oh. that we got while we were at the fair. <laughs> Ooh. It's nothing fancy. <laughs> I just... <laughs> it's 
me unwrapping it. Oh, look at that pretty necklace. I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's a little necklace with a little like turquoise in it, on it, with a crystal, little crystal hanging down. Just a little thank you. Thank you. Thinking of you for being so supportive. And just jumping right in. And so sweet. Making this enjoyable. Aw. It's been my pleasure. I was hoping to have another surprise. Because I ordered our shirts finally. Oh, that's right. For Patreon. Look at how cute this is. I just love this little... I wish you guys could see it. We should take a picture of it. But like this cute little turquoise right there. We'll put it on our page so you guys can all see it. Thank you. That was sweet of you guys. There it goes. Can you see the crystal? Yeah. Oh, you guys thought of me on your date night. Yes, I did. (laughs) Anyway, so what were you saying? Oh, that I ordered shirts. Oh, yeah, the shirts. I think they're going to come out really good. So, yeah, ordered the shirts. So we're, I'm hoping to, I was hoping they were going to come today. Yeah. But they'll probably be here latest Tuesday. So I'll probably put a picture up when I put our episode up. Yeah, people. That'll be for Patreon. Patreon. And I also just realized, I was talking to Carlene about this. um, I had my daughter look us up on Patreon and she couldn't find us without me sending her the link. So I'm going to fix that soon. So hopefully... None of you were out there looking for us and you're like, you know, they're crazy. They don't have a Patreon. We actually have a Patreon. So I guess if they want it, then they can like let you know and you could send them the link. Or you can go to tipsy-tales.com. Can they go from or, there? Yeah. 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 Yep. On the first page, there's a, there's actually a link. It's that easy. Okay. Tell a friend. Yes, tell a friend. Anyways, we don't have a lot up there yet, but we we are planning to get some more stuff up there. And we also want to check out some more um, haunted local places. So I have some stuff that I... This is going to make me... (laughs) So I have some stuff that I think I'm drinking it fast because it's so delicious. It is. It it tastes like candy. Candy! (laughs) That almost sounded like it was coming from somebody else. I have some stuff I need to drop off at Goodwill. I think I, and actually during the week before I was sicker than a dog. That's right. I was going to call you and be like, what are you doing right now? Let's go to Goodwill and see if we can talk to somebody. I was thinking our drinks for tonight could be hot toddies. Because <laughs> you were, told me the other day you weren't feeling good. We almost yeah. didn't do, record tonight because Carlene didn't know if she was going to be up to it. But yay, she feels better. I made it. And and this is good medicine. Good, good medicine. Yeah, it's like hot and peppermint and kind of clears you up. Right. Not really. I'm still a snot factory, but... I, I actually feel a lot better because I was super, super anxious before. Like, I don't know. Maybe that, that 90 proof <laughs> peppermint schnapps is helping. Anyways, I have two listener stories, so maybe we'll read those first. Yeah. Um, I'm going to let you read one. Oh, you sure about that? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'll read them both. Okay. Alrighty. Okay, the first one is from Priscilla. Um, She just made it in after the deadline the last time, so I told her I'd put it on this episode. Um, Her story 
says, my mother was one of 12. My grandmother, her mother, was was a very mean lady. She would often abuse the children. It wasn't uncommon to be whipped with a tree branch. Okay, let's see if I can do you justice here, Priscilla, and read this right. Anyways, in addition to growing up in a physically abusive home, money was also tight with 12 kids and all. Wait, who is this now? Priscilla? Uh, Priscilla. Okay. Uh, And this is about her. This is about her mom, actually. Oh, her mom. Something, yeah. One morning, as my mother was watching Saturday morning cartoons, my grandmother ordered her to go to Circle Cake for milk. The store was around the block. She told my mother, oh, did I tell you where this was? Mm -mm. I think she said this is Douglas, Arizona. In Douglas. Yeah, it is Douglas. Okay, sorry. It's at the end of the story. All right. Uh... So she told my mother that it, the store was around the block. She told my mother that it was the last of their money, so to be careful carrying the milk. My mother is and has always been very tiny, so a gallon of milk was half her size. My mother described to me feeling an urgency to rush back home to finish the cartoon she was watching when she was asked to go to the store. She ran to the store, paid for the milk, and as she struggled to carry the gallon of milk while running back home, she had the idea to take a shortcut through the alleyway which led to her backyard. The alley was rocky and made of dirt, as most alleys are. She remembers rolling her ankle and falling to the floor. As the milk flew out of her hands, she watched it (sighs) fall and splat onto the ground. (laughs) Oh my god, poor thing. She immediately began sobbing. She knew the consequence of this accident. She was going to get beat. Mm-mm. With her face in her hands, she wept. Her pity party was interrupted by the sound of change hitting the ground around her. She looked around to see who had thrown the change at her. She was alone, and she didn't see anyone standing by or around her. With her eyes full of tears, she began to focus her attention to an old brick wall that was in front of her. The neighbors had abandoned their home, and around the backyard was a very old brick wall. It was worn with chips, grooves, and holes. In these tiny spaces, in this worn brick wall, she noticed was standing tiny little green men. (laughs) They smiled at her and continued to throw change at her. She couldn't believe her eyes. She remembers rubbing her eyes to clear the tears away and get a better look, but they were gone. She collected the change and bought another gallon of milk. It was just enough. (laughs) So no one believed her. But her mother, my grandmother explained to her that these little green men have been spotted throughout Douglas for many generations. Apparently, some help and some are evil. She said the evil ones try and take your soul. And that was from Priscilla. That's crazy. Yeah. It reminds me of El Duende. It was an episode that we did like a while back. Yeah. Little tiny people. (laughs) It reminds me of something else. So That's after I so re- crazy. isn't it weird? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think they are? Like elementals or? I mean, they could just be like little fairies, like gnomes, like little elves. There's actual, yeah, like little fairies that help. That's crazy. It was just mm-hmm. enough money, and they were tiny. I mean, the whole time when I heard that about the change, I was like, "Oh, pities from heaven," and I guess it. I mean, listen, nobody has proved to me that there are not little alien people around. Right. I don't know. It's crazy. I mean, I would, but not too long ago, I would just be like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I don't deny that the, those don't exist or do exist, but I think there's more proof that little green men exist. Oh, yeah. But I think there's some kind of angelic thing. 
We think so. Like a little fairy or whatever. Yeah, right. I think that's like an angelic thing. I don't know. That's a crazy story. That's a crazy, crazy story. When I read that, I actually, you know, I start like digging into it and Googling mm. and trying to see if I can find a story Did like that. Did you find anything? Um, not like that, mm-hmm. but Douglas does have a hotel. I was going to ask you, do we need to go to Douglas? Yeah. And <laughs> it's a very active hotel. Ooh. Yes. Let's go. Super active. We should check it out, dude. Totally. How far is Douglas? I don't know. Okay, you look it up. How you... far is Douglas, Arizona? Douglas is about 217 miles away as the crow flies. Oh, so if we're a crow. <laughs> as the crow flies. <laughs> three hours and 43 minute drive. Huh. So like a four hour drive? I didn't know it was that far away, did you? Oh, maybe it's because it was a mining town. Oh, All yeah. All these mining towns are, it doesn't say what this place is, Oh, what is that? Oh, the Gadsden Hotel. That's it. Oh, that's it? Okay. Yeah, the Gadsden Hotel. Oh, it, God. It says right there. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. Carlene's still sick. Yeah, I am. I'm a little out of it. Especially at night. Isn't it weird how you don't, how you feel worse at night? Like you could feel pretty good during the day and then yeah. at night you're like, ugh. Yeah. You've yeah. expended all your energy so, just getting through the day. Yeah. All right, well, Douglas, four-hour drive, road trip. You're on our I want to go to Bisbee, too. Oh, Bisbee. Globe. Globe. Definitely. We need to, like, explore Arizona. There's a lot of haunted places around here. I still, number one is Tombstone. Definitely. I really want to go to Tombstone. I don't know why I would have to go there so bad. One of these weekends, we're going to ha- get Albert to just drive us down there. You sure about that? Maybe. You sure you want Albert to drive us there? Oh. Because... <laughs> speaking of anxiety okay i'm not always the easiest person to drive with (laughs) all right so the second story is from jamie Mm -hmm. um she says hey hope i'm not too late with my response there's been a couple of strange things that has happened to me over the years feel free to use one or none of my experiences smiley face (laughs) says uh, one time I was watching TV alone. My daughter was in the bedroom. I clearly hear mom, hear mom, mm-hmm. to which I replied, what? Again, I heard mom, mom. Again, I responded, what? With no answer. I decided to get at the same time hearing mom being called out once more. I went to my daughter's bedroom and asked her, what do you want? Mm-hmm. And she says, what are you talking about? I asked her if she called me and she had not. Another time at the same house, I had an overwhelming scent of roses in this particular spot in my family room. I have no idea where it came from, but for some reason, I thought of my grandma, whose favorite scent was a smell of roses. This experience gave me a sense of comfort. I had gone over to a friend's house to hang out with her family. We were all sitting in the living room watching a movie. When I happened to look down the hallway, I saw a girl in a long flowing white nightgown looked as if oh i just got goosebumps it looked as if she was holding the mirror on the wall up because her hands were up i turned to look around the living room and kind of did a head count of the kids in the house i looked down the hallway again and she was standing there looking at me oh creepy i turned back to the room and then back again down the hallway and she was gone I didn't mention it to my friends. I thought that maybe it was just my mind playing tricks on me or perhaps the wine I was drinking. The next time we were hanging out with the same friends, I decided to mention what I had seen. Turns out my girlfriend's husband had seen the same girl in the house before. He was the only one in the family that had seen the girl. 
I follow you both on Facebook and Instagram. Recently, I recently started following Char- Charlene. She put Charlene. <laughs> Sounds like she needs to call her, me. On Facebook. I love her. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like she needs to call me, though, because with the mom thing, that happens, like, so I, a little personal, I miscarried, and I was, like, tw- 25 weeks, and so I will often hear, mom, and I'm alone now because my kids are grown, but it sounds just like one of my boys' voices, right? and I will even be like, what? <laughs> and I'll... Aiden, is that you? But no, nobody's home. It's just me. And so more than likely, that's my, I call it my angel child, who is getting my attention. So sometimes if we have an unborn or an angel child, they will call us. Or like my sister who died, um, my mom has heard her yell mom out to her. Really? Yeah. So I'm just saying. Okay, you heard her, Jamie. Jamie, you might have to call me so we can investigate these. Give Carlene a call, things. or um, or it could just be reach out to her. in the house. That I mean, there's a reason why they're being vocal. They they they're trying to get your attention. Interesting. Yeah, maybe it's just to let you know they're there. Or I have goosebumps while you're ta- talking about that. Yeah, I know. I really want to talk to her now. I just, I'm like, is she your friend? Can I see a picture of her? Because I want to read her. (laughs) Now I want to read her. I love interesting people. And I want to know about this. So with the woman in the white dress, she could just be connected to the house. Because if it was just her or if it was her and her sister or like that connection, Mm -hmm. I would say she could be, I mean, the husband or boyfriend of, was it? It was a friend. Yeah. Um, he could just be sensitive enough to see that energy right. also. And it could have, that could be a family connection or it could just be something that's connected to the house and showing its presence. She sounds beautiful though. Oh, she is. She doesn't sound like a sweetheart. <laughs> She's a sweetheart. <laughs> right. Anyway, yay, call me. Yay. Thanks for the stories, guys. You know, if anybody out there has something you want us to read. Feel free to send it to us. Definitely. Okay, I think this is finally cold. Yeah, I kind of was a little heavy, and I think I got the one that had the heavier schnapps. The schnapps more more tipsy than me. (laughs) Apparently, apparently. I'm just trying not to sound snotty. I always sound like I have a stuffy nose. Anyways, you have a good podcast voice. Really? Yeah. I just yeah. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> I always think I just sound nasally when but I'm hearing myself. We never like our own voices. Anyway, it's enough about us. Really? Are you sure? <laughs> All right. Are you going first? Oh, uh, unless you want to go first. Because oh, I have something very heavy. Like, Oh, well, let me lighten it up then. Okay. Like you do heavy... And then I'll end on a light note. Okay. So I got the idea because we were talking at the beginning of the week about what our stories were going to be. And you were looking at forests, haunted forests. So I'm like looking through tons of Google sites about um, I looked at murder in the woods, murder in like different places, <laughs> whatever, what we, the forest. What my idea was like you did one on like a forest or cabin and then like they meshed together somehow. Right. Yeah. So it happened. Literally today. Well, I 
It might. I'd, Actually, I've been listening to this story all week, so I oh. hadn't completely decided. Literally today, I decided to do this story, like at the last oh. minute, because I was like, oh my God, it's so heavy. You know, a lot of the stories that I've done recently, like the um, true crime stories that have... <laughs> I didn't hear it. <laughs> it was like a monster. <laughs> a You're monster. already trying to lighten things up for me. Thank you. <laughs> Monsters coming out of my throat. <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> I thought somebody was trying to channel through you. <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh. Yeah. That was I thought it was really loud. I felt it vibrate. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw your face. You like put your hand to your chest right <laughs> It surprised me. Ooh. So yeah, a lot of my not that murder is joyous to talk joyous about to talk about, but it's easier to talk about them when you're far removed by like fifty or hundred years. Yeah, in eighteen hundreds rather than right nineteen seventies. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I finally decided on the story after a lot of going back and forth. So, without further ado, <laughs> I will read the story. Bring it on. Bring it on. All right. Do I need a, a shot of schnapps? I I think I'm gonna need <laughs> an actual shot. Maybe. I think this is what brought my anxiety on earlier. That. All right. So this takes place in Alaska because nothing says desolate forest to me like hundreds of thousands of miles of forest. And Alaska yeah. is like the wilderness. Right. And I had wanted to do before. Like they actually have like something they call the Bermuda Triangle of Alaska because people what? disappear all the time in Alaska. And there's like a, a huge area where people just disappear all Okay, well, let me just tell you, if somebody commits a crime and escape, I mean, I can only imagine how many um, bad guys are living in Alaska, because what a great place to run away to where you will never be found. Right. Like, you could literally hide away there in the middle of nowhere, and nobody would ever find you. And you just gave away my opening. (laughs) Did I? Oh, shit. (laughs) Maybe I did that on purpose. I don't even know what her story is. All right. So more than 2,000 people disappear every year in Alaska. What? 2,000 people. Like purposely or like get disappear? Just disappear. Like nobody knows what happened. Nobody knows. Serena wanted me like to Bermuda do something. Bermuda Triangle yeah. disappear. Okay. Serena wanted me to do something on Nome, Alaska. But I, I just kind of like rebounded back to this story. Well, it was calling you. Yeah. Um, since authorities began keeping records in 1988, 60,700 people have been reported missing in Alaska. What? Yeah. That's five people reported missing every year per 1,000 residents. Those are just the ones that are reported. Right. Holy cow. Each year, an average of 2,250. I didn't even know Alaska had that many people. I, honestly? <laughs> uh Actually, we have a listener in Alaska. Do we? We want to give her a shout out because she constantly, and I'm sorry, like I stalked her page because she was like one of the first people that wasn't a friend way back in the day that was listening. Uh, Shout out Alaska friend. Shout out to Michelle, Michelle Kemp. Oh. Calling Michelle Kemp. (laughs) Do not disappear, Michelle. Do not. (laughs) I think she's in Alaska. Do not, if you're in Alaska, Michelle, do not disappear. Please send us a note and let us know that you're okay. (laughs) Yes. That's scary. 
Um, so it, anyways, <laughs> do it, not go by the triangle, of, the Bermuda Triangle of Alaska. Yes, unless and and just send us a little high. Yeah, send us. A, she always a does. Face. This is exactly why I know who she is because she, she always re- she reaches out to us on Facebook. Oh, I think I love her. <laughs> <laughs> Um, each year, an average of 2,250 people disappear in Alaska, twice the national average. Some of these people are found alive and well, and remains of others are found, but many disappear without a trace. They probably get eaten by bears, because, you know, bears are a problem in Alaska. <laughs> oh, get it? Where? I don't know. It went that way. Oh. It was just about to land on your shoulder, and I was about to smack you. <laughs> oh, it it's a mosquito. <laughs> Anyways, most of Alaska is a vast, untamed wilderness, and it draws adventurers from around the world to climb the mountains, kayak the raging rivers, or simply experience nature in its rawest form. Alaska also attracts dropouts, those running from the law or the responsibilities of their lives, and young people trying to find themselves or wishing to experience the wilderness lifestyle. Yeah, I can. I don't need to go to Alaska to experience. No, I'd like to. You know how they have the um, cruise ships that go up. There? I want to yeah. take a cruise ship my up mom, to Alaska. My mom and my sister and a bunch of our relatives just did that. Really? Mm-hmm. That I'd love to do. It was very cold. I bet. But they had a great time. That's one of. That's on my to to-do saving. list. I have so many things. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever make that much money to do all the things on my list. The, their Alaska trip was not that expensive. Really, I couldn't. I couldn't. Was swing it Viking? It. No. Um, I don't know. I want to say it was like Norwegian or something. Mm, it probably would be. Yeah, that's fun. They had a good time. They were just talking about it last night, as a matter of fact. Really? Showing off their new jackets that they got. That they'll never be able to wear here. <laughs> they weren't thick jackets. Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, our de- temperatures dipped this week. Yeah. Like for the first time. It went from being super warm like one day and then the next day it was like super cold. Like what the hell's going on? Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, I think that was like the day before Halloween. Anyways, so that brings me to Robert Hansen. Robert Hansen was an avid hunter and set several local hunting records, but no one knew that in his spare time he was also hunting more than game. Anyways, I just wanted to say that I got this, most of my information off of Medium. (laughs) I am drunk. Can you tell? <laughs> I'm a tiny bit drunk. <laughs> I'm going to put my microphone down The now. way you just stopped and like, looked at me uh, and you're like, uh, fact, I am. I'm I drunk. am drunk. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a good thing that I printed this out in such large stuff. <laughs> he was skinny, painfully shy, and spoke with a stutter, an impediment that would result in years of mockery. As a social outcast, he took refuge in time spent alone, and over time, he became this avid hunter. Channeling his rage and insatiable need for revenge on those who mocked him into stalking animals. Not my words. (laughs) It sounds like it's interesting how they, like, make excuses up for him. Because people mocked him, it made him do this it made him turn into this person in 1957 he was when he was 18 years old he joined the united states army reserve hoping to leave behind the pathetic person he'd been in his youth and make something of himself (laughs) bro this is kind of brutal um i thought i put the first name of this person that wrote this but her last name is bearfield she definitely has a a way of writing yeah Uh, yeah i cannot take credit for this at all (laughs) 
after serving a year in the reserves, he becomes an assistant drill instructor in Pocahontas, Iowa. There's a Pocahontas, Iowa? Yeah. Hmm. They probably are changing it to something else. Probably. Yeah. And even married a young woman he met there. But then, after being arrested for burning down a school bus garage... What? Yes, he has some anger issues. I guess so. His wife divorced him. Oh, wow. Well. You know? Probably saved her life. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. God. A psychiatrist diagnoses him with infantile personality disorder. This is a thing. I'd never heard of that. Apparently, it's a thing. Okay. And said Hansen imagined doing violence against girls who rejected him. Two years later, so you already see where this is going. I mean, there's an awful lot of excuses being made for him. Yeah. Two years later, another psychiatrist reported that Hansen's antisocial behavior had improved. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people like are excusing him left and right. You're right. I mean. And Hansen was paroled a year early. Holy. He was released 20 months into his three-year sentence for arson, though after being released, he was jailed a few more times for petty theft, but managed to remarry to another local woman. In 1967, he moves to Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, boy. Poor Alaska. <laughs> Here we go. This is where things take a dark turn. At first, things seem normal. He moves into a small community, has two children with his wife, settles oh, into kids. a nice, quiet life. Eesh. Yeah. yeah. He's well-liked um, by his neighbors, by people in the town, has, has a nice family, even opens up a bakery at some point. Wow. But while the townspeople bought into his facade of a happy baker with a quiet family and a knack for hunting inside, Robert Hansen was still a little boy who had endlessly was endlessly mocked as a child and was wrought with an insatiable thirst for revenge. But that doesn't even make sense, though, because the only way that would be brought out is if he was like being bullied or teased now as an adult. Yeah, and then he, he would obviously be like, didn't let go. Of, he didn't let go of those things. So any kind of what? rejection he gets, like if he like looks at a woman or whatever, and right. she's just like, apparently he had really bad acne as a child, so it like left his face scarred mm. from the acne. I mean, it sounds like maybe he has not the infantile thing, but more of like a psychotic kind of behavior where he's like drums things up like things don't actually have to happen for him to think they're happening he makes them more than they are yeah like some if you, little thing happens have you ever looked at somebody and you're just looking at them and they're like what yeah. what why are you looking at me oh, i was just smiling at you no you are you looking at my aunt? is it because i'm fat you know whatever you know they drum up this their insecurities come out just right. by a simple look right have you ever had somebody park across the street from your house and you take offense at it? Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right there. All right. Petty AF. Yeah. That's what that's I wrote what down. <laughs> Let's skip ahead here just a bit and start at the beginning. On June 13th, 1983, a trucker encountered a 13-year-old girl, uh, not a 13, a 17-year-old girl named Cindy running down a street near an airfield in Anchorage. A man with a gun was chasing her. What? Cindy was barefoot and handcuffed, and when the trucker stopped, she climbed in his truck. This is how desperate she was. The trucker tried to convince Cindy to go to the police station, but she was so confused and terrified and demanded he drop her off at a motel. He complied with her demands, and then he heads off to work, or actually he continues to the police station where he reported the incident. Oh, he reported it. Yeah. Good for him. When Anchorage police officer Greg Baker arrived at the motel, he found Cindy still in handcuffs and hysterical. Oh. 
Cindy led Officer Baker to the airfield and pointed out a plane and told Baker her assailant had tried to force her to climb into it. Mm -mm. The aircraft was registered to Robert Hansen. All right. Mm -hmm. So this is in 1983. Police went to Hansen's, Hansen's home, but he denied the incident had happened, saying he and another friend had been at John Summerall's home. Both friends backed up Hansen's story providing Hansen with an alibi for the time when Cindy said she was abducted. The prosecutor... How did he get them to do that, does it say? No, no, but yeah, they just backed There's him There's got to be a movie about this. There is. <gasps> and I watched it. <sighs> it's called The Frozen Ground. Is Vanessa it? Hudgens is in it. She uh-huh. plays Cindy. Nicholas Cage. And oh. then... I, I don't I had like a... Nicholas Cage. I don't either. People love Nicolas Cage, and yeah. I just don't get I, if it. If I see he's in a movie, I won't watch yeah. him. He's just but I'll over- watch this. He was actually not movie. bad in this movie. Because really? sometimes he's like just too much of an overactor for yeah. me. John Cusack's in it. And oh. he plays oh. Robert Hansen, which was really All hard right. for me to... <laughs> like, I love John Cusack. Oh, okay. I'll have to, so. have to remind me again the name of the movie. Yeah, I was like, why does this sound so familiar? And I watched this movie before, but I put it on... Mm. Um, What'd you watch it on? Uh, it was on Hulu. Oh, yeah, good. Hulu. It's on Hulu for free. Okay, good. I'm gonna watch it. Okay. Should I not watch it alone? No, you can watch it alone. It's not scary. Not no. It's. I mean, it's suspenseful a little bit, but no. But it's not like gonna make me afraid to be home alone. No. Okay, go. No. Did you just hear me? Go. No. <laughs> okay, go. You can go now, Alma. <laughs> I have not done it this whole time. <laughs> oh, I just caught myself. So anyways, they give an alibi for their friend. The prosecutor had to weigh the testimony of the teenage prostitute against the testimony of two highly regarded Anchorage businessmen. And he dropped the case before charges were even brought. Why are they standing up for him? I don't understand. And and this is... So we're going to go backwards in time now. So this is 1983. Let's go back to 1971. Okay. Um, In 1971, Hansen approached 18-year-old Susie Heppard or Heppard. I can't can't read... I, I don't know if I can say this name correctly because I am drunk and I'm sorry. As she got out of her car at her apartment, he points a gun at her face and says, shut up, sweetheart, or I'll blow your head off. That just didn't Wait, come out where right. are they doing that at? This in Alaska also? Yeah, this is all in Alaska. What? Um, Susie, of course, screams, you know, and one of her roommates <sighs> called the police while the other roommate <laughs> yelled at Hansen and told him the police were on their way. Hansen pushed his gun into Susie's back and forced her toward the street. But when the police arrived, so this is 1971. This he's is like insane. he's already like building a history. When the police arrived, Hansen ran away into the night. They apprehend him soon after, but he's released on his own recognizance. A month later, the grand jury charged him with assault with a deadly weapon. Oh. Three days after this, Hansen kidnaps a topless dancer, takes her to a cabin on the Kenai Peninsula, where he rapes her. What? On the way back to Anchorage, he stopped the car, pointed his pistol at her, and told her to start running. She pleaded with him not to kill her, and Hansen finally gives in and takes her back to Anchorage. He threatens her with harm to her family, wrote down her parents' names and address, and said he would kill them if she reported him. This is real life. Yeah, this is real life. Yeah. I think this is why I had anxiety earlier. Yeah, because, like, this shit really happens. Yeah. Like, just just because this was that many years ago doesn't mean it doesn't still happen today. Yeah. There's still sick people out there. 
that are getting the worst part is he's getting with it. Yeah. Like over and over and over. Yeah, and over because again. here okay, he did those, right? Those were before the the girl of the eighties. Right. Okay, so he had done all those. Then here's this poor girl in the eighties, handcuffed. Two guys stand up for him and they're like, Meh, he's a good guy. Right. She's she's wrong, didn't happen. So and But he had this history already. Didn't they see that history? They ignored it because oh he might, I mean, just think about the women that he's attacking. They're prostitutes. Dancer, yeah. dancers, prostitutes, people that people disregard. Don't let anything happen to you if you're a woman in Alaska. And okay, so a little side <laughs> note about that. And 80s. Yeah. And so in the early seventies, they were building a pipe, this huge Alaskan pipeline. Right. So a lot of people from outside of Alaska were coming in and a lot of women were, and they had a lot of extra money because, you know, right. you get paid a lot for that. And so a lot of women were coming into town because of that, trying to bag a man. Right. And so, yeah. Crazy. Anyways. Crazy. And it doesn't matter. Just because a woman, oh, my nose is so plugged up. Just because a woman is, chooses to be a dancer or yeah, a prostitute doesn't mean she's, Asking for it. Exactly. She's providing a service. She's right. a business person. She's not saying you could abuse me in that way. Exactly. No. All right. Sorry. So it's, bugs off. It's okay. So he kidnaps this topless dancer, takes her to the cabin, rapes her. Um, she pleaded with him not to kill. Okay. I already got all, past all that. On Christmas Day, when the half-naked body of a college freshman... freshman oh, so he lets her go. He lets that girl. Um, and if Hansett had not known her father was an Alaska state trooper, she might not have been so lucky. Oh my gosh. On Christmas Day, when the half-naked body of a college freshman was found. This is back in the 70s. Oh. In a ravine near where Hansen had taken a, taken the dancer, the young dancer decided she couldn't remain silent. She went to the trooper headquarters, reported her abduction and her rape, and identified Hansen from a photo. Ooh. Hansen was arrested again, and the latest charges were added to those already filed against him. On December 29th, Hansen was arraigned and held on $50,000 bail. Hansen's family minister, um, as well as John Sumrall, Somebody that's already vouched for him in the past. And yeah. another influential friend. Oh, well, in the future. We'll end up vouching for him in the future. Oh, okay. Appeared as a character witness for Hansen and stated that Bob Hansen could not harm anyone. Okay, who are these guys? Are they? Do they get into this stuff too? I think he just had everybody snowed. He was like a very... Maybe. I'll have to show you a picture of him. He just looks like he's very skinny, meek. Like he just doesn't look, and and he was a baker. Oh, that's true. On top okay, of what everything, what is it with these bakers? <laughs> Man or woman? The baker, the baker, the candlestick maker. <laughs> um, they argued that the dancer must be mistaken. Hans's attorney attacked the topless dancer's reputation and pointed out that she used drugs. The charges in the case of the dancer were finally dropped, and Hansen received a five-year sentence for assaulting Susie Hepbeard. Oh, wow. The one from the beginning. <laughs> he would be eligible for parole when doctors determined he was psychologically fit. A psychiatrist diagnosed Hansen with schizophrenia and said Hansen would commit violent acts and then not re- remember them later, which what? I think is bullshit. That is That's- total bullshit. <laughs> Hansen owned a boat. He moored in a small boat harbor at Seward, Alaska, 125 miles south of Anchorage. Megan Emmerich was last seen July 7th, 1973. 
holding her laundry at a dormitory in Seward. Police believed Hansen murdered her and buried her on the shore of Resurrection Bay near Seward. In the summer of 1975, friends drove Mary Kay Thill to Seward. She got out of the car and they never saw her again. <sighs> Troopers believe Hansen also buried her near Seward. A few weeks after Mary Thill disappeared, Hansen lured a dancer from the Kit Kat Club on the old Seward Highway near Anchorage. He drove her to Chugach State Park, raped her, and then let her go. Ugh. The woman reported the rape but refused to press charges. The trooper who took her statement notified Hansen's parole officer, but Hansen claimed he thought he had the dancer. He and the dancer were on a date. What? Oh my god. Believe the schizophrenic. I just, it's like, it's a history. Over and over, this violence towards women, and he just keeps getting a pass. But the... This isn't just, maybe this is why it gave me an anxiety feeling too, though. It's not just him, and it's not just back then. This this stuff happens now. They brush pe- women off. Right. And they make excuses for men, men right. knows, like him. Right. And this, this kind of like has, reminds me, because another thing that Yvette and I had done is that we did an episode on missing and murdered indigenous women right. i don't know if you ever heard that well that's but it was kind of the same there. thing right because the there's this indigenous type women out there too right in right? alaska yeah, yeah. alaska is another big place where this happens a yeah. lot oh so he thought that they were on a date and the parole officer let the matter drop <laughs> are you fucking kidding me so disgusting I mean, I think it's, I hope it's gotten a little better, but I don't think it's gotten good enough. Yeah. No, we're not there yet. No. Um, in November 1976, a security guards caught Hansen. This is 1976. Sorry. I just burped. <laughs> Um, in nineteen November 1976, security like guards. we have to keep pointing it out. When we I know. Because, <laughs> oh, I burped. Because we don't want people to think that they're hearing, like, voices or anything. Right, like. a little growl in there. I think you're giving me your stuffed nose. Because all of a sudden... Yeah, okay. I got I gotta go blow it soon. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying. I just don't want to do it into my microphone. That would be awesome. be disgusting. The court sentenced him to five years in prison and sent him to Juneau Correctional Institute. After serving only 16 months, the Alaska Supreme Court reviewed his case and decided since his other offenses were several years in the past, and since Hansen provided well for his family and was a respectable member of the community, he should be released. Um, How respected is he when he's raping and... Yeah. Okay, that's all right. The judge who initially sentenced Hansen expressed outrage at the court's decision. Soon after being released from prison, investigators believe Hansen committed a series of rapes and murders. In 1982, Hansen opened his own bakery. So this is a year before uh, the story that I started out with. Okay. Business thrived and he soon made enough money to purchase a small airplane. The plane offered Hansen increased mobility. He no longer had to drive his victims into the wilderness to kill them. He could now fly them there. He no longer had to have witnesses. Yeah. The body of Joanna Messina was found in a gravel pit near Seward in May 1980. A second body was discovered two months later, over 100 miles away in a shallow grave on a remote road outside of Anchorage. The second, second victim was never identified. 
The two bodies were found so far apart, authorities assumed two different people had murdered the women. Uh. On September 13th, 1982. I think that was his plan when he got the plane. Oh, yeah. Like, he purposely got the plane just for that. Like, that's how consumed he is with these activities. <laughs> that he, Oh, yeah. So weird. Like, to the point of being diabolical? Yeah. On September 13th, 1982, two off-duty Anchorage police officers were moose hunting on the Nick River when they found the remains of Sherry Morrow on a sandbar. Oh. Alaska State Trooper Sergeant Lyle Hogsvin, I, I hope I said that right, um, arrived to examine the remains he began thinking about the growing list. I think he just like throws them out of the plane. Does he actually no, he live? buries he buries them. Oh, he does. I well, I don't know if he actually buries them, but he takes them to where he wants. Yeah, because he yeah because they find a map and he has like an X on the spot where he. What? Ch- yeah, I'll tell you about that right now. He's calculated. Yeah, very. Um, anyway, that has something to do with the kind of thinking of somebody with. with that kind of, I don't even know what you call it, psychosis or whatever it is. Well, and he keeps trophies too. Huh? He keeps trophies too. Yeah. That has something to do with that kind of, I don't even know what you call it. Just like type of serial psychopath. killer. Yeah. Psychopath. Yeah. So then they start putting together, like there's so many missing dancers in Anchorage. Was there a serial killer prowling the streets of Anchorage? Hogsvin compiled a list of women who had been reported missing and then he created a suspect list. More than 30 names made his list, including Robert Hansen. That's that's pretty fucking scary. Like, he was one of 30. Ugh. But as the months passed and no more bodies surfaced, police rejected the idea of a serial killer and decided the murder of Sherry Morrow was an isolated event. So on June 13th, 1983, when that trucker finds Cindy, it's not long after, on September 2nd, 1983, the body of another woman was found in the Nick River near the mm-hmm. spot where Sherry, Mo- Sherry Morrow's body had been found. Mm-hmm. And Alaska State Trooper Sergeant Glenn Floth was assigned the case of the Nick River murders. Um, and in the movie, that's who Nicholas Cage plays. It's this Floth guy. Uh, Floth, I don't know if it's Floth or Floth. Or, uh, he remains convinced a serial killer stalked the streets of Anchorage and Robert Hansen topped his list of suspects. See, it always takes just that one person to put it all together person that's like how did you guys miss this yeah like what and to be persistent and know that what they're doing is right and not care what other people are saying right i like that even though you don't like nicholas cage well, <laughs> well i'm right there with you so. <laughs> i don't know what it is about him i yeah, just don't think he's a good actor what did he come in like just one of the more recent movies and i just couldn't even it's i used to like him before like a long long time ago right in the beginning there's just something now, like, he just... I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. Like, I feel like there was a time, like, even in that movie, Ghost Rider. Uh, Ghost Rider, that's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> I hated... He was the worst possible actor to be in yeah. that movie. Yes, he was. I was just like... Because he's not... He doesn't... Maybe that changed for a lot of people. Yeah. Maybe that's what... Because then it was like he was in movie after movie that you were just like, why did they pick him for that? <laughs> And it made him look maybe worse than he actually was. I, f- I felt like he was trying to play younger characters. Uh, like to he was me, that's to what it felt like. Badass characters. Yeah, and he's not yeah. a badass. That Just didn't two- fit. Wasn't he in that one like the Two Face Man with two faces or something like that? Where I think he like had a face of somebody else. But anyway, I think it, I think that was one of those. Yeah, I think. Mm. 
Yeah, it was Ghost Rider for me, I think. And there was one other movie that he came out. Oh, God, I can't even remember the name of the actress. But in this movie, I was just like, I couldn't even see them together. Like, it was like it was so, I like... I think he went through, like, oh, he's popular. Let's put him in everything. Yeah. And it was like... No. No, and I don't think it was good for his career. All right. All right. Poor Nicholas Cage. We're done. Yeah. Oh, we're doing, you know, we're doing... Uh, we're tearing him down. We're doing... What's wrong with me right now? <laughs> I so, feel like we're so, feeding yeah. off of each other right I now. I know. We're, t- we're just talking about a podcast. Oh. Cellulite. Cellul- Cellul- Cellulite. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hey, listen. I'm full of snot and peppermint schnapps right now. Philip. Philip. So, sorry. Fill up your cellulite podcast. Yeah, not his cellulite. How does he say it? <laughs> Celluloid. Celluloid. Cellulite podcast. No, I feel like we should ask him what he, how he feels about Nicholas. Cage. I told him the other day we we need to do a podcast together. Yeah, I want to have this discussion with him. <laughs> I hope he feels the same way we do. Oh, we'll see. I'll feel really bad. We'll He's see. Like, He'll tell us what I love that guy. That's that's what Philip sounds like, by the way. I love that guy. No, he does. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, okay, I need some levity in the middle of this. Cause it's just so serious. Oh my god! All right, all right. Let's um. Get- let me let me just get the rest of through the rest of this. I just only have a couple more pages, a couple right. more pages, and then we'll be done. And then you can go to your <laughs> poor Philip. All right, Philip, in your cellulite podcast. I love that guy, man. <laughs> He's awesome. Listen to my podcast, cellulite. <laughs> what is that? My cellulite. What is it called? <laughs> What's it called? No. <laughs> it's not my celluloid. celluloid heart. Heart. My celluloid fart. No, I'm just kidding. Hearts. <laughs> celluloid. Is that how you say it? Yeah, celluloid. Like it's the material that yeah, uh, so film is made with. Oh, celluloid. Oh, that's smart. Can you hand me that celluloid? That's not how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Philip's going to be flipping us off right now. Sorry. We could cut this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, well, see, now he has to come on to defend himself. Yes, he does. He's going to hate me now, though. He's going to be like, you know, I was on the fence about Carlene, and now I don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he was on the fence about me. He loves you. Let's see. Do you keep hearing my shoe? Is that your shoe? That made that noise. Oh, I thought Shorty no. was scratching on the door. Oh my god! It sounds super loud. <laughs> the okay, first time I'm I gonna did be it. honest. Earlier, I thought you just tried to pass off a fart. Oh, you did. <laughs> <laughs> if I fart, you'll tell. Me. No problem being like that was me. I just tried to keep going. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. No, I the first time it happened, I was like, 
Was it my shoe? And then it just happened again. It's like, that's really loud on here. I know. I can hear it. Yeah. All I'm doing, I'm barely, like all I'm doing is You're wearing boots. Yeah. That's my boots. It's your boots. Okay. Where was I? Jamie's not going to want to see me now. After hearing (laughs) me say, if I fart, I'm going to tell you. (laughs) (sighs) She'll fart just for you, Jamie. I promise. You know. That's why my clients do like me. Right. You know, hey, spirit said pull my finger. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I said I needed some levity, but (laughs) there you go. All right. Okay. Where was I? I'm trying to be serious, Carlene. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Back to being serious. Okay. So, like I said, Robert Hansen topped his list of suspects. This is definitely one of those stories Mm. that you feel like you need to go pet puppies afterwards. Like just, or just take a shower or just like go out into the sunshine. Do something. Laugh. Laugh. Farting. Yeah. Fart, possibly. (laughs) Because we laugh at those kind of things all the time. I mean, sorry. That's why people like us. We're silly. Or don't. Even at the most inappropriate moments. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I tell people right off the bat. I have no class. Okay? So. <laughs> I I will have class when I need it. I mean, I'll fake it. The real me doesn't. <laughs> you can be presidential. Yeah. I mean, I can, you can take me to a nice restaurant. <laughs> All right. Okay. 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 We got to be serious. Serious. This is my serious face. Listen. Look at my serious face. <laughs> you, go, you go like this. I try to make spaghetti lips. This is my serious face. This is my serious this face. My serious face. This is my serious face. Oh my All god, right. this is when I wish we had video of us. I know. <laughs> this is my serious face. All right. But now this is my no, serious go. face. Okay. You just gave me mom eyes. <laughs> Carly, knock it off. Did I'm trying I? to be serious. I, didn't, I don't even do that on purpose. I know. We do. Okay. So, Robert Hansen is at the top of his list. Mm-hmm. He orders 24-hour surveillance on him. And he comprised a list of 22 missing women he felt were possible victims of the murder. Oh. He contacted the FBI's Behavioral Sciences Division and asked for assistance and John Douglas and James Horn came up with a profile stating that the murderer stutters, which is very specific, mm. and is an excellent hunter. They said the unknown subject is a hardworking, success- a successful businessman, and his wife is probably religious and not aware of her husband's activities. Oh. Which, every single one of those details hit the nail dead right on. on the head. Were you Th- trying not to say dead on? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find words, (laughs) which is most of the time. Um, Their profile perfectly described Robert Hansen and his wife, Darla. The FBI agents also told Flo their 
killer likely has a stash of items such as jewelry or clothes he has taken from the victims and saved for trophies. You know what? Because I, I was going to ask you if he had support or if he had resistance, this guy, Flo or whatever. What's his name? In the, I don't know that I got it so much out of here, but it kind of looks that way in the movie. Like, you know, he's yeah, getting pushed back against from the brass. Right. You think um, they did that just for the movie? I don't know. Or I would think it's cause, possible. Cause reality, because reality, I would think he would. He's a successful, air quotes, businessman. Yeah. You know, well-respected in the community, even though he's done all these things in the past from right. the 70s onwards. Like, it's a very strange to but me. But now they're like, hmm, he fits his profile. Right. Um, he convinced a judge to issue a search warrant for Hansen's bakery and house. Behind the headboard of Hansen's bed, officers found an aviation map with 24 X marks on it. But at the time, the map meant, no- map meant nothing. An officer searching the attic in Hansen's home found a cache of weapons, including a rifle that matched two shell casings found near the bodies of the Nick River. The officer also found a bag of jewelry, just like they said they would. Mm, trophies. The souvenirs the FBI agents believed the murderer would have. With all the evidence piling up, John Sumrall and Hansen's other buddy recanted their testimony. What? Yeah. Saying Hansen was not with them when Cindy was abducted. Now, can't they get in trouble for lying? They should. Because they they gave false witness. Well, yeah, and then more women died. Yeah. Assholes. After several days of interrogation, Hansen finally confessed to killing 14 women over 12 years. But when Flo reviewed the evidence in the case, he came across the aviation map with the 24 X marks, and he realized each X might represent the burial spot of one of Hansen's victims. Hansen is suspected of murdering more than 30 women, and some speculate he also murdered men. Although Hansen never admitted it, investigators believe from the studying the evidence where Hansen's victims started and where they were finally killed, that Hansen would abduct a woman, take her into the wilderness, rape her, in order to run her to run while he hunted her down as if she were one of his big game trophies, which is oh, God. Uh, so sick. Can you imagine finding out that you were married to somebody like who's capable of that? And she's, you know, she's not even knowing it. Thinking yeah. Susie homemaker, her husband, they probably go to church. Yeah. They were big uh-uh. in, she was like big in a church. She was no. Mr. Baker. And then she's like, wait, they have my, a successful business and find like, out your you husband. Go to bed. Yeah, you go to bed every night with that person. Yeah. Who is like, Ugh. so and I don't know if this was true or not, but it was in the movie. Mm-hmm. There's uh, like when they're like interrogating him um, flows. And I don't know if this actually happened in real life. The they were interrogating him about finding prostitutes when he's happily married or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, I don't know about you, but I'm a little fashion. And, you know, I seek out, I seek this out because a blowjob is not something I want my wife doing. What? Yeah. Which is weird. Super weird. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I guess we just gave ourselves away. (laughs) (laughs) We think it's weird if you're not giving him a blowjob. (laughs) We're almost there. Enough about me. I'm sorry. Hansen was sentenced to 461 years plus life. Ooh. 
Without parole, with the aid of the marked aviation map of South Central Alaska, troopers found human remains near 17 of those X marks on Hansen's map. During the Hansen case, Alaska state troopers began developing protocols for dealing with sexual assault cases and started building and supporting safe houses around the state for victims of abuse. Also, the Department of Safety in Alaska built a state-of-the-art $56 million crime lab for evidence processing. Which, um, from other stuff I was reading, it sounds like there's still there's still a lot to be done. But well, at least they did something to better that, themselves. Yeah, but it took all those women to die. And I was reading this assaulted. and I was like, why does this sound so familiar? And I had watched this movie. I just watched it again actually earlier today. I was like, oh yeah, it is that. It's exactly what it is. Now you're gonna go watch Ghost Rider. No. <laughs> So, okay. Well, okay. So, first of all, I, you're moving your lips to mine. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> when I'm talking, you're moving your lips. <laughs> I do that when I'm really into listening or watching something. <laughs> do that or I'll do their expressions (laughs) and I'm I'm trying to look at you. Yeah I'm a terrible mimic. It's funny. Yeah I catch myself. I do too but it means I'm really into what you're saying. (laughs) Okay so anyway I can't even remember how I got started on it but I was watching what did start me on it anyway i I ended up pulling up it was all those cabins yeah i ended up pulling up watching these cabin youtube videos of people going into the cabins but i can't remember how i i came even onto that right and by the way that one that you mentioned last week in the podcast it's on um our web page on our story from last week which one was it not the one where the guys yeah where he goes into the trance Wait, we talked about. Oh wait, no, 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 no. That's the one that we gotta talk about because that's what led me to to what I'm doing tonight. That was so weird. Okay, so I'm watching all these YouTube and a lot of them, you guys. Even the ones I'm gonna talk about tonight, I I'm like, okay, now you're getting on my nerves. You're making stuff up, or like I was watching one. I wish I could reach out to these people. I really do. And tell them how I wish I could explain things to them. Because these um, these young men doing um, their YouTube. Right. And they went to one of the bridges. And they their question before they went was, we they're, they're like, we always experience something. Every time, no matter what location we go to, we experience something paranormal. Right. And so they were like, is that because everywhere we go, there's something paranormal to experience? Or is it because something is in us that's like stuck to us, that's making us have an experience? Right. Or what is it? So then they find a uh, quote unquote paranormal investigator and he agrees to meet them at this bridge and he's got all his equipment and blah 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 and he proceeds to tell the kids like he makes it sound sound like it's them and then he even tells them like you could be a medium and which is true i mean listen we are all sensitive we all have something 
Just some of us, it's more heightened in us than others. Right. We're more enlightened than others. And um, some of us listen to it and some of us don't. But even people who say they don't ever experience anything, they probably have. They just tend to be lot more logical thinkers. So they, they like to make, there's a reason for that. Right. Instead of people that are more enlightened will be like, no, I mean, that definitely, like, that just doesn't happen. That's anyway, even if I see it to believe it's when I show people, try and discount that. Go ahead. Oh, it's dust. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's the camera. Oh, it's a shadow. It's when I zoom in or when I show them, they can't deny it. Right. I mean, they're just, well, it's got to be something else. Why? Why? Why can't it just be? And a lot of these people, even if they're not like atheists or anything, they're people that will say they believe in God, but they can't believe in that. Right. It's like, but you do believe in something that you can't see. So why wouldn't you believe? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, so these kids were very confused and I wanted to help them so bad, but because they were getting really bad information from this man. And then I was watching another video and I want and I did reach out to this person, Colin Oh Crumbly. I know his name. I'm brain farting right now. But I like his videos, his YouTube channels. He does a lot where him and his girlfriend, who she's adorable, they're adorable together. They go out and do a lot of like little ghost hunting adventures. And they were experiencing where they went to a church and <laughs> the camera, their equipment kept um, dysfunctioning. And they were like, like the energy was so massive. And it would happen right after they would say the um, our father who art in heaven. So I know exactly what's happening. And I'm, I'm like yelling at the TV. It's cause you're calling God, you're calling Jesus. They're there. Like their energy is so strong. My cameras have broken. <laughs> like I have put cameras outside of my house and then that energy comes through and it's so strong and powerful. It broke my camera. And so if you're calling them and then you're saying, wow, this energy is so powerful. I wonder who it is. <laughs> who the heck do you think it is if you're calling God? Right. That's who it is. So anyway, I, I was trying, I did reach out to him and tell him like I could explain a lot of things that were happening to him and his girlfriend. In one video, you guys, oh my gosh, they were in, I think it was like an abandoned hospital, but she came out. She's like, I feel like I'm tasting blood. And so she's like, it really tastes like blood. Mm. And she sticks out her tongue, freaking blood in what? her mouth. Yes. Her so tongue. So she like accidentally blood. bite her tongue no. or something? No, no. And so I'm trying to like, <laughs> I wish I could contact, you know, like, hey, that's just, you know, they were using her body as like a channel. Like when I had a client and I'm like, I can feel the stabbing. Right. Oh, I feel that. <laughs> Oh, that hurts really bad. They're physically using my body to right. communicate. So anyway, even her uh, boyfriend, Colin, um, they they were like made out so he could taste it. He's mm -hmm. like, let me see. And he's like, nope, that's blood. What's the name of their YouTube? <sighs> it's called, oh my God, I have it. Oh, maybe I have it on here. Wait, I could have sworn I wrote it down. Oh no, I have him on my Instagram because that's how I reached out to him. Oh <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that's how concerned I was about him and them that I didn't want them to get false information. I want them to know, like, 
without freaking him out. Right. That I reached out to him, and I don't usually do that. Colin Browin. Is that the name of their YouTube, or? And I think, yeah, and he has a lot of things, like, he'll, like, this says Kids Spooky. Because mm-hmm. he does, oh, the Paranormal Files. Paranormal Files? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, if you go under par- the Paranormal Files, or just put in Colin Browin on YouTube, because I've done both. Okay. Yeah, him and his girlfriend are really cute, but then his friends will go with him, and yeah, they do some interesting things. They're fun to watch. Cute kids. All right, so enough of that. Anyway, so then I'm watching these two guys go to this cabin in a forest, and weird shit happens that I had to tell you about it, Mm -hmm. where they kind of did some forest stuff, and not a whole lot was happening, and... They go into the cabin and put their stuff in there. And then they go back. They go do the forest thing, right? And then they go back into their cabin and they can hear. they Well, they heard like somebody go into their cabin. Right. And then like the stools tipped over and shit got crazy after that. Right. And then they went to sleep. And then the friend is on the bottom bunk and he ends up in this trance-like state Staring out the window. Like you sent me that one, and it yeah. didn't look contrived at all. That's it was not, pretty, like, honest. That was legit. Yeah. And, and I again, if I was telling them something, I would let them know that things happen more to the friend because he's he's more... Open? Yeah, like, more sensitive. So he just doesn't know that he has that ability to do that. So they... It's easier for them to reach through him than the other guy. And so, oh, these are the guys that I did, like, found, this is how I was led to the bridge, to the bridges, because it's this CJ, Faison, and Sunny D. And okay. Sunny D is the one that, <laughs> this stuff just happens to this poor guy. Okay. But anyway, they're just funny to watch, because they, I don't know, they just are entertaining but anyway, so they then, were kind of fun. They were making me laugh. Yeah, <laughs> I was working on something. <laughs> I had to keep on going back and They're entertaining. That. And I found out today that CJ Faison was a NASCAR driver. Oh, really? Yeah, he looks like he's about twelve. He but... does. <laughs> yeah, he was a NASCAR driver, and they—I don't know if they both own this limo driving business or if it's just CJ or I don't know. But anyway. So I chose to do these bridges because CJ, Sunny D, Omar, gosh, who we've spoken of, and this other guy, I think his name's Mo, and they all have their own YouTube channels, and they're all pretty entertaining. They all go to this bridge, and I want to say, was it this? Oh, they went to, okay, it's called Bridge Water Triangle. Okay. Okay, so there is this... They call it Burnt Bridge, and then there's this house. They call the library house because the book house. There's just it's full of books, but it kind of looks like it's just a crack den because uh-huh. it's you know nobody lives there. It's an abandoned house now. Right. But right next to it is this Burnt Burnt. Did I say it right? Mm-hmm. Burnt Bridge. Where is it at? Um, I don't think I ever got to find out exactly where it was located because I didn't write it down. And I think sometimes they will do these YouTubes and they'll forget to tell people where they're located. Yeah. So anyway, um, I think they're, well, I can't even say that they're usually in the East Coast, but I have a feeling it was on the East Coast. Okay. Anyway, um, 
they went back there a couple more times. But while they were filming this one night, they are on the bridge and just weird things were happening on the bridge. Like you could hear screaming noise. And so they're, they're all filming and investigating and this is so weird. And it's nighttime. So they weren't going in the house. And, um, I believe it was CJ who has his, his camera facing, he hears a noise. Yeah. Cause they kept hearing like, it sounded like something was being thrown in the water or branches were breaking or whatever. And he has his camera down toward the house, toward the end of the bridge. And he's like, what the, what the heck? And I'm thinking, here we go. They're going to be like, what the heck? Did you see that shadow? And we don't see anything. No, (laughs) there's a person on the side of the road that runs across the street. And like, it looks like he's running into the house. And so I'm like, just like they were thinking, oh, it's, you know, like a crackhead going into the house. So that's what they were thinking. So he runs towards that person. He's like, hey, Hey, you stop. (laughs) I'm thinking. And he was like, I don't, I never run towards it. I always run away. But for some reason, I felt like I needed to run towards it. Right. So he, and you can even tell like by the way it ran, it was weird. Like if you watch it. Yeah. It's not like a normal person running. It looked weird. And so uh, when they finally like calmed down and started investigating it, you could see like CJ's footprint and you could see the whatever it was footprint. (laughs) And then if it was an actual person, the footprints would have continued. Like, because it was a muddy, it was like a rainy night, I think it was. It was muddy out. And the footprints stopped. Like, as soon as they crossed the street, then they stopped. And I even was like, doesn't he wonder like how how did that thing just disappear right and so then they started thinking more logically like hey where did he go well then they kept saying that they heard they were like we're not going in that house i hear people in there we need to get out of here because they said they could hear people inside the house so they thought it was a crack den and there were like a bunch of people in the house yeah and the house is completely pitch black Uh, so it's not like you can see like candles lit or anything so he's thinking they were thinking that this was a a human person that ran across the street that ran into the house and there's others in there they don't want to get ambushed (laughs) no so they were like we're leaving oh yeah but then when you watch it you're like and then they looked like where did he come from why would he come from where he did exactly there's nothing there it didn't make any sense so I'm going to say, I don't think they staged that. I think that was legit. I think he caught something on his camera. So you're going to send me the link for that one? Yeah. You guys decide for yourself. Look at it. Watch it. Pick the comment. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I'm gullible. Maybe I watch too many. I do watch too many of these. And then I'm like, that's so stupid. Because then that brings us to, so I'm going to, I'll read what you printed out for me. Thank you. (laughs) I'll read parts of it. I'm not going to read all of them, but just to give you guys an idea of what I'm doing. Oh, and this is exactly, I opened it up right to where this is going to be. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Okay, so I was led to, they call them crybaby bridges. So there's crybaby. 
everywhere. And it made me think, like, I wonder if there's any here. Right. We should check it out. It made me want to, like, forget the podcast tonight. Let's go explore. Let's go check if there's... <laughs> well, while you're reading that, I'll look. Okay, so um, there are many cryberry... Cry baby. See, now I'm, I picked up your... <laughs> Cry baby. I got your stuffy nose. Yeah. And I got your speech impediment. (laughs) (laughs) We're a pair. Okay. Cry baby bridge. Stories in various states in the U.S. Some stories that surround these bridges are genuine folk tales. Others are more recent urban legends, which cynics state are for folk... Yeah. Uh, our fake lore. I thought it was a different a folklore. Folklore. But this says fake lore. Maybe they made up their own word. All right. All right. Regardless, they were they're all entertaining. Now, and people will admit, like when they these like all of the bridges have some similar some similarity stories similarity. Yeah, like they're all about, oh, uh, the story goes that a woman was riding down the street and um, her carriage tipped over and the baby was decapitated. Or a, a, a woman, it was during the Civil War and she was hiding and the baby started crying and she drowned the baby. A woman, right? like it's always about a, a, a mother killing, killing her, her baby. baby. Oh my God. Yorona. She, yeah. Basically, is... and then well, then she can't live with the guilt, so she has to kill herself. Right. That almost every story is like that about cry baby, cry baby, cry baby. Say it, say it cry fast. Baby. Cry baby bridge. Cry baby bridge. Cry, cry baby bridge. Cry, cry baby. Cry baby. Cry baby. Cry baby. Cry baby. Isn't okay. there a movie with Johnny Depp called Cry Baby? Yeah. Is it Johnny Depp that's in it? Yeah. I- I'll watch anything with him. See, that's a different actor now. <laughs> anything he's in is going to be good. Uh, yes. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I've ever watched anything that was stupid. Even if it was, it's okay. Yeah. I like so it can be stupid. <laughs> okay. All right. What? One bridge in Monmouth. Monmouth? Did I say it right? Mm-hmm. Illinois, which has been christened a crybaby. Oh, they get christened crybaby bridges? Apparently. Apparently. Apparently, Arkansas. <laughs> has an interesting legend connected to it. Local re- residents are familiar with the following story about a steel bridge that sits three miles northwest of their town. It is said many years ago, a young unwed mother approached the bridge as a lightning storm raged around her, uh-oh, let me guess, shamed, weighed heavily upon her shoulders. Hmm. She's unwed mother. Hmm. Driven by fear because she had recently been abandoned, found herself standing in the middle of the bridge holding a weak old baby boy to her breast. Having no choice, not wanting to be ostracized by the community, she hurled the baby over the bridge's trestles, I almost said testicles, (laughs) into the churning cold water of Cedar Creek. 
Ever mm. since this tragic event, locals who pass the bridge state they have heard a spining a spine tingling cry that sounds like a baby struggling to breathe. Mm. Yeah, that's hey, Ranker. Mod. That's the that's what is that? That's the website that I got the information off of. Oh, all of this? Um this one I got off of Seek's Ghost Blog. Oh. That came from Seek's Ghost Blog. We yeah. should probably get the recognition to it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, I don't... I think what the next one I'm going to read is one that I actually... This one in Maryland, because I actually watched this one. Okay, so there is a purported crybaby bridge off Beaver Dam Road, and there's really a big beaver in there. Shut the in fuck one up. of the videos, big... yeah, what? a giant beaver that's like chomping on some wood, making this little thing. Yeah, oh. it freaked out the guys that were <laughs> watching it. They're like, "Whoa, there's something in there moving!" And they're like, "Oh my god, it's a giant beaver!" It's just a beaver. Yeah, and then they scared it, and you could see it go in the water. So it really is Beaver Dam Road. In it has an actual still. beaver. Yeah, has who'd a thunk a big beaver. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds I'm bad. just gonna leave it yeah. alone. <clears throat> I, I heard it as fast as it, yeah, got it. <clears throat> All right. Near the Department of Agriculture. Maybe I shouldn't read. Maybe I should just keep telling my little stories. Near the Department of Agriculture, Henry A. Wallace. I don't even think this makes any, I mean, is important. No, this isn't even important. Okay, here we go. There's another on Governor's Bridge. Okay, I thought these were the same thing. I think, like, by state, it just kind of gave you the rundown of what was well, in each state. Because they called it the same thing on, uh, well, maybe they were confused. Okay, there is another on Governor. Okay, on Governor's Bridge Road. Road in Bowie. This bridge is a late 19th century to 20th century still trust bridge. Legend states that the woman and her baby were murdered this is the one that these guys were on, were murdered in the 1930s. It is also said that in the early 20th century a young woman was impregnated but not married. In order to avoid judgment by her family and peers she drowned the baby in the river yeah this is the one purportedly if one parks one's car at or near this bridge a baby can be heard crying sometimes a ghost a ghost car will creep up from behind but disappear when the driver or passenger turns around to see it no so they're at this bridge and they keep hearing okay well first they pull up not purposely they were going hold on let me tell you where they were going because this was freaky and again if these guys were acting they're pretty good at it Mm -hmm. so again we have like the whole bunch of them and um they were going to the maryland power plant that was their original just destination to film and ghost hunt and they're in the limo Mm -hmm. and right as they get to the bridge the limo breaks down like all the electrical they're taking the limo up to a ghost hunt yeah okay well because cj or sunny d one of them owns the limo so they just thought it would be fun so they they all pile up in the limo they all take off they get to this bridge and they're like hey what's going on like what happened to the power the all the lighting went out mm-hmm. while they're trying to record and then the the limo just like putters out 
they lost power to everything. The limo on bri- the bridge. breaks down. Yeah, like right before the bridge. Oh, okay. And so they're like, I don't know. So they all get out. They're walking around. There's no signal. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. So Sonny had to go a little further away while he's like looking for, which I'll, obviously I'll give you the video because it's on there. He's like looking for a signal to call AAA. And these guys are exploring, you know, well, we may as well check it out out here. And well, okay, so let me just say, so I say they had no idea it was a haunted bridge. In the video, you can hear all kinds of crazy noises while waiting for their AAA, they realize. So when Sonny went to call AAA, he has GPS and it says where he, where they're at. So that's how he's like, oh, okay, this, hey, you guys, you know where, you know where we landed? And so while they're standing there, they can hear like, they're hearing little noises, but then think this is the video where they can hear like a woman scream mm-hmm. or it sounds like somebody screaming they kept hearing okay so they kept hearing vehicles mm-hmm. that were coming but no vehicle ever came so they're like oh, can you I hear think, it in the video yeah you can hear it in the video so they're like oh cars coming and pretty soon they're like we keep hearing cars coming and i think at one point they were like it sounded like a semi was approaching but never got there right yeah it's crazy because that's the cool thing is in their video they can't stage that right i don't i don't believe it anyway i mean unless they're really good i I suppose but even their reaction with that that would take a lot of good timing yet never seeing anything and i hadn't read this so i didn't know that was part of the thing that's pretty interesting so they kept hearing a baby coughing and a woman's voice. This was a very active site. That's what I wrote. They then found... Okay. And that's all on the video too, the, the coughing yeah. and everything? Um, what the fuck was that? <laughs> the... Was that, yeah, was that your shoe? I mean, my, my feet aren't together this time. I don't have my legs crossed this time. I'm moving my feet around to see if it's going to make that sound. That was weird. <laughs> a little spooky. Maybe we have a crybaby guest. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, okay, so uh, all of these bridges, they all have the same, if you put baby powder on the back of your car in the front on your bumpers, um, and you put your car in neutral, mm-hmm. then the ghosts push it, and then you get out and you can see that they have touched it. Right. Okay, so these guys are like, well, we don't have any baby powder, boo-hoo, okay, we can't do that experiment, but also their their vehicle's broken down, so they can't do it. Anyway, all of a sudden, this is like a long time after they've been there and they're wandering around, they find a thing of baby powder that, you know, somebody else had probably used and then just tossed it. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, oh my gosh, I think we're supposed to use this. Why else would we have found it? That's probably what I would have done too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they, they realize that there's baby powder in it. So they go and they sprinkle it. And this is where I'm like, okay, now they went too far because they're like, oh my God, do you see that? And there's like prints on the car and they're like baby footprints, which is, that's part of it. Like, oh, you can see footprints from a baby. Um, Oh, so I said they, they all got in the limo to warm up and the car started to move. So they like show like the car's rocking and like it's moving. Mm -hmm. And then when they get out, that's when they can see the prints. But have you ever made a baby print with, with your, your fist? fist? Yeah. yeah, like you take your fist and then it just the, like the little toe prints kind of look like 
Yeah. They had done that, so I'm going to kind of put that on the bullshit list. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of think they, yeah, they pushed it. They didn't have to, though, because it was already scary enough. Right. But there were some, like, um, you could see, like, the scratch marks. If they would have just left it alone. Right. I would have been like, oh, that's legit, because I've seen stuff like that actually happen. But they didn't. So There's now I don't know. Place in San Antonio or exactly the same phenomenon. It's like before train tracks uh-huh. where the car will just start moving by itself. And they say it's like little babies touching. Yeah. Because supposedly like a bus full of kids was. And died there. Yeah. Ew. And then tra- train accident. Oh, I think that was on. Was it? One of them. Is it? Because um, there was one that was, it's a bridge, and then it had train tracks on it. I don't know. It was And that there were little kids that were walking on the train tracks that died. Mm. Yeah. But yours is a bus full. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Anyway, so yeah, that's the only thing. I wish they didn't run it that way. But the first time I saw it, I was like, oh. And then when I saw it the second time, I'm like, okay, it's the toe marks. Yeah. They ruined it. Okay. So, um, okay, so then CJ went back to the bridge with Sunny D and Mo in the limo again, and Sunny D sees a young girl in the road and almost wrecks the limo. So, like, they're driving, hey, we're going to go do this again, blah, blah, everybody wants to do this again. And as they're driving, he, like, swerves and he's freaking out. And again, this is why, if this is legit, and he really did see somebody in the road, I think it's because he has some, he's more sensitive. Right. Anyway. Huh. Yeah, okay. Is so, he the one uh, is he the one that went into the trans yeah. state? Yes. In the cabin? Yeah. yeah. That was freaky as hell. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because you could see the time lapse, like, he was there for, like... He up. He was, yeah. sit, he was standing there for a long time. A very long time. Yeah. And just standing still. It was like he was sleepwalking. They went to another... Oh, no, they went back there. That they same cabin? They did another one. Yeah, that same cabin. And he got physically ill. Yeah. Like, really sick. Like, that energy just was not good to him at all. Ugh. That's sad. I mean, people do. There's spirit out there that does that can make you sick yeah it's just not good spirit yeah um well i think people can do that to you well right if a human were i mean living human beings that's like you're emitting energy a soul's a soul right <laughs> so just because they're on the other side i mean yeah. it doesn't well they're not on the other side if they're that icky energy right but they're pushing that off on you yeah Okay, so there was an Amish crybaby bridge. Okay, I had to write this one down because there's also video of this freaky incident. Amish? (laughs) They're in Amish country. Okay. And these guys go like every year for Halloween. It's these three guys, brothers and a friend or something like that. And they were like, they went the first time. And they visit, like saw with their own eyes, like a ghost buggy, horse and carriage kind of thing. <laughs> Very Amish. <laughs> yeah. And so they this time they're like, they're being silly and kind of mocking it and laughing and whatever. And so they're like, okay, so we're going to shut off our camera. It's pitch black. And we're going to stay quiet and just see what happens. And as they shut off the camera... <laughs> And you can hear, hear a carriage. And they get so freaked out that they run 
get in the car. They're like, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. They get in the car. And so I don't think they expected it to be so loud that you could hear it on their video. Right. And so they're like, you guys heard that. Well, then as they're driving, they come across. It was Nicolas Cage yes. driving the carriage. He was a ghostwriter <laughs> yeah. with corpse head. Yep. But they were driving and they came across a carriage, some guy, some kids in a carriage and a horse. But anyway... They um they were like these guys were too far away like there's no way it it sounds like the buggy is right there right so yeah that was I I believe that one Ugh. and it's the same it, guys it freaked them out no these are different guys okay but I'll get it so you can post that one okay. and then definitely that one because they're those two the one where you could see the guy run across the street super worth it because I just want to know what everybody says right. and then this one you can actually hear I like things like that where you can actually you actually have to think like are they so calculated like they can actually I mean, there's some like you could hear like you have to go is that an actual person or is that an animal that sounds like a person because coyotes can sound like people sometimes they right. sound like people talking exactly so yeah crazy I mean and the timing would have to be really good too but anyway okay so that's it I think Maryland is a good one and I wonder if your um this Amish one is actually in here I don't remember putting that one oh is, is this it? the one this Houston Texas one the one that you were talking no, about no 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 I was just remembering another story oh see these all have common things it's all the mother yeah this the one mother the mom is riding in the car, uh, killing, let's see, as they approached the bridge, the, the woman lost control of the car, causing it to ramp off the side of the old wooden bridge, killing mother and her triplets. And this is just like the one, oh, maybe it was like Texas, the decapitating one. Mm-hmm. And then, because um, the same thing, the mom was driving a car, was in the 20s or 30s. You know, because us mother drivers are just terrible drivers. Yeah, and all of <laughs> it's these... all a cautionary tales it's... against mother women driving. <laughs> None of these are about a dad doing anything. It's all about women killing babies, and then so grief stricken that they kill themselves, and then they haunt haunt the bridge. This one's interesting though, because the one in Texas, they're talking about. Okay, there are many stories of encounters with the spirits of the victims. Local claims that late at night, if you... Oh my God, okay, I got to tell you one more other thing. Um, If you shut your vehicle engine off, kill your lights, and honk three times, you'll be able to hear the cries of of the long dead triplets. That's ridiculous. That's a lot of extra stuff to do. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Honk three times. But I will tell you, this this reminded me of another one that Omar and his girlfriend honk three times at me in the parking lot at the grocery store and <laughs> I'm gonna flip uh, you off. I'm, I'm gonna stay here till I die. <laughs> no, but Omar and his girlfriend and another person another friend of theirs, they went might have been CJ even. Yeah, I think it was CJ. Anyway, they're at another bridge and this one I know I wrote this one down. Maybe I left it at home. I think we're long past. We need to make you your blog page on the on the web page. Yeah. No, you got to hear this one's crazy. Why? Huh? So Why you can that? write oh, up so your I little critiques. Yeah. Okay. No, this one is they they go and at first I'm like, okay, come on, you guys, this is stupid. I I don't like anything where you're harassing spirit. I don't like that because they're a soul's a soul. Right. Don't harass me. 
Or where they're like, um, like that one guy I was telling you at the beginning, the ghost hunter guy, mm-hmm. paranormal expert, who was telling these boys, you need to, dem- you know, if they're not reacting, t- demand them to come to you. Like demand spirit to come to you and talk to you. And I, I remember hearing that before when I first started like doing this for other people and stuff. And they would say, demand that they do this, demand that they leave, demand that they come, you know, demand that they talk to you. And I'm like, no, I was just going to piss them off even more. Right. Like, that, it's How all... do you react to being yeah. demanded? Yeah. I don't. No, it's hostile and I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to demand they do anything. Right. I will ask nicely. You know, if, if I'm on the me. other side and somebody demands something of me yeah. and I can move shit. Yeah. Cardine, I demand you to come to me right now. Oh, really? All right. What's the heaviest object I could throw at your head? (laughs) No kidding. Well, that's kind of what happened. So they, the the folklore thing, the whole thing is, is if you, now I sound weird when I say it. So if you stick your hands out over this place over the bridge where I think it's the woman that was the you know, her baby is decapitated. Okay, so you stick your hands out in front of you and you say um, her name and you tell her that you have her baby. Mm-hmm. So whatever her name is, I know I wrote it down. I'll get it for you guys. But you say, I have your baby. Um, she will mess with your car, like flatten your tires or drain the gas or... The thing that most people do it for so that she will like honk the horn or whatever. Okay, so they decide they're going to do it because they want to see what happens. And so they put their the keys. He, it's a rental car. They take the keys. They put them on top of the hood. So they're like, we're not messing with it. They go over and they're like, okay, blah, blah, blah. We have your baby. Blah, blah, blah. We have your baby. You have to do it three times. Nothing happens. So they're like, yeah, nothing happened. Well, then Omar decides that wasn't good enough. So he yells, la, 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 I have your baby. I have your baby. And all of a sudden, is that the baby crying? <laughs> Perfect timing. Yeah, awesome. Then all of a sudden, the car, <laughs> the lights are flickering, the car starts honking, right? Even I jumped because I was like, okay, now. Now you've done it. That's legit. And it really did happen. And I know they don't have the keys. So then they're like, okay, wait, we're going to try this again. And okay, look, everybody, we just want you to know, like, we're not doing this. And they throw the keys down on the ground. Do it again. And they say, you know, go make our, make the car, huh? And it goes, beep. Just once. Yeah. They're like, okay. And they're like, oh my God. Okay. Do it again. Do it again. Beep. So I'm like, okay, this is, so then they realize the battery might be drained because when spirit, that's spirit does that. If you watch a lot of those, you'll see that their cameras get drained really fast if they've got a lot of energy. And a lot of these, when I'm watching, they're like, I don't see anything. Well, I could see energy flying all around, right? AKA orbs flying all over the place. So I, again, I want to be like, oh my God, do you see that? (laughs) But anyway, they go to turn on the car and it's completely dead. And they're in the Are middle of nowhere. There's nothing around. <sighs> yeah. Interesting. So they have a dead car. They had to like, so they cut filming and they were like, okay, well, we're going to wait for AAA. We're going to stop filming now. Yeah. Because even his uh, 
batteries were dying on his equipment, but it drained her doing that drained or spirit doing that, whoever it might've been drained the car battery. Come on. Is that interesting? That Kenneth, is like crazy ass shit. That is. That's why spooky. I wanted to do it anyway. Cause it's, it's just like a lot of weird little things. Right. But if yeah. you watch That them, is interesting. Some of them, kind of, I mean, I don't get, like I said, I don't get spooked out, but some of these spooked me out. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like, um, if they talk about like something being evil or anything like that, I'm like, I don't even go there. Right. I have to turn the channel. I don't talk about stuff like that in my house. <laughs> we'll bring that shit up in my house uh, but anyway that's it for me because you guys can just entertain yourselves once you watch this stuff you're gonna want to keep you get watching. hooked yeah because then you want to see like mm, and I'm a big debunker right even with my own things even if I'm like filming in my own house I'm like mm. or if I hear something I have to debunk it you can go night night who me? <laughs> That's what happens when I drink hot cocoa and schnapps. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, anyway, that's a cool story. I think Those are cool. they are cool ass. Stories. And and it's interesting that they're like, it's more than one place. It's like all over the place. Well, yeah. like I said, the whole Yorona thing, like it's the same thing. It's like yeah. the well, not the same thing, but it's a wailing mother. Yeah. But it's the same concept of a mother that's killed her own children and then going and looking for them. When actually, these are probably just, a lot of them are probably stories, but if you call spirit to a location, they're going to come. So right. then people think it's probably true and that's the spirit energy that's there. Right. Do you think it's like like trickster spirits, like people are I just think messing? negative attention loves attention too. Right. And so if you're calling for something to entertain yeah. You, then they will come and entertain you. So that's I good mean, to know. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why I tell people not to take video or pictures. Like when I when I do that for people, and I'll say, don't do that because negative attention wants attention too, and they all look alike. You won't know, and then they do it anyway. Right. And then they call me and tell me the weird Some... shits happen at their house. Well, you just it's a Ouija board. <laughs> You you've, called them. You've just opened the door. Yeah. Because, I mean, listen, if you're bored roaming around, wouldn't you want it like, oh, hey, they want It's uh, Beetlejuice. <laughs> right? Like Beetlejuice. Yeah. You know how he's like little facetious. He wants attention too. Right. So he's going to go to where the party is. Right. Yeah. That's what it is. Instead of just like waiting for like... When you're having a celebration or your kids are playing or you guys are being silly at home and you happen to have your camera out and film then, that's when you see like that's your loved ones, your family. Right. That's that's okay to do that that way. But Not when, when you're, you're out calling. No, when you're like, mom, is that you? You know, your lower energy will prowl on your vulnerabilities, just like <laughs> they will do in a human form. People that do what I do will prowl on your vulnerabilities. Right. When you call for it, they will come and find you. Yeah. That's so, scary. That's yeah. unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. <sighs> it's super sad. It is. But Carlene will teach you all about that. 
Because I'm a badass. Have we really been talking for two hours? I don't know, but yeah, you can knock a lot of it out. Yeah, I probably can. <laughs> That's a pretty cool story. They were good. I'm, I'm, even though that this story was hard that I did, mm-hmm. like kind of, it was, it was still an interesting story. I really like the girls, Priscilla and Jamie. Yes. Thank you, Priscilla and Jamie, for sending your stories. Those were good. Those were some really good stories. Sounds like they need to call Carlene. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was going to say, though, with the holidays coming and stuff, people are, this is a time that you start missing your loved ones. Right. And they are with you. They want to be there to celebrate. If there's a party, your family's going to be there. But, I mean, if you need some proof, call Carlene. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. I, know. I mean, I near and far. We hey. can have a FaceTime session. Exactly. Just say. Just saying. Reach out. Can do it. And what's your email again? Uh Carlene dot spirit at yahoo dot com. Or my Facebook is Psychic Medium Carlene Higgins. You heard it here, folks. Just hit me up. <laughs> I feel every time I see those, um, it was the most fabulous thing I've ever heard for 99 cents a minute. But late at night, they always have those oh psychic my God. commercials. Psychic, uh, what is it? I don't know. She told me I was going to run my own yoga studio. <laughs> and here I am. <laughs> oh, gosh. I have my foot behind my neck as we speak. <laughs> I mean, it had nothing to do with the fact that I told her I loved yoga. <laughs> I see a yoga studio in your future. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yes, I'm mocking my own profession. Hey, there's hucksters in every profession. There are. And Even I like be... in what Albert does, there's people out there that are taking advantage of people and no. telling people that they can slap a little bit of Bondo on your car and... <laughs> take the dent out and then you're ending up calling my husband to fix what the other guy did no kidding yeah that's true i just like to help people be able to spot them out and that's why i end up spinning spinning spending so much time with people right so that they get that real validation so you leave knowing 100 percent your loved one's are with you, but that they were using me as a vessel to speak through. Right. But they're with you all the, you know, whenever you need them. That's all I care about when you leave. And that's not all you do. It's not all I do. You do chakra cleaning and... Yeah, boom shakas. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> boom shakalaka, boom shakalaka. No matter what, you're going to leave my house feeling amazing. <laughs> but everything I can do in person, I can do over a phone. When when my mentor told me I was going to be able to do that, I was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. That's crazy. Right. And then it happened. That's It's amazing. Like, how do you do that? Right. How, how, how do you that do that? Ha- I don't know. It just <laughs> happens. So it's it like- does take concentration. But it is amazing. Like, how do you do that? When I, I had my New Mexico client and I was like telling her. That I am, I'm like, so in your, she was in her office and I'm at my house. And then I was like, so in your office, if I go 
out your door to your right. Is there a person in that office with blah, 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 blah. And she's like, yes. And I'm like, okay, so wait, let me just try something. Is there this on your desk and over here on this side? Is there, and I knew the layout of her office. How did I know that? Because I only saw her face. That's crazy. It's like remote viewing. Right. It's because like sometimes like people, I'll say, do you feel like something was hovering over you? And they're like, totally. I felt like, and I'm like, I was. (laughs) It was me. Because I, I legit go to them. And then at that time, I just happened to be like, while I was working on her, looking around her office, and they were telling me, like, why I was doing what I was doing on her, where it was coming from. I'm like, okay. And I just happened to get the layout of her office. It was the craziest thing. I'm telling you. It, what I do is That's amazing. amazing. It is amazing. It floors me. Like, a couple of days ago, I had a client. And she's a regular, so she's brought, like, most of her family to me. And I, all of a sudden I stop and I go, can you believe I do this? And they're looking at me like, what? And I'm like, this. I talk to dead people. Who does that? <laughs> <laughs> Freaks me out. But I it's amazing. I'm never lonely. Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> Again, my neighbors probably think I'm a lunatic. Besides the screaming at the top of my lungs. At my it's all good. Shadow. 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 <laughs> You're like, you gave me that look like you had to bring up Shadow, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I have to go home to Shadow, don't I? She's locked in my room right now. Probably driving the neighbors crazy. No, she's sleeping so that when I get home. (laughs) She can keep you up all night. Scratching at the door and meowing. See, I'm going crazy just thinking about it right now. You're going to have that Edgar Allan Poe moment. I am. She's going to get a special dose of something. You're going to break her up in the wall. I'm taking this one with me. You get the wine, I get this. <laughs> uh, you need right. some mad dog. Yeah. All right, my dear, I think this that's the end of our cough syrup tonight. That your peppermint schnapps? Yeah. It's going to be my nose unclogger. Did you want it? No. You're, you're hilarious. I was totally eyeballing it tonight. I'm like, you're mm-hmm. like, I'm taking that home. I think I, I think I need that. If I have to deal with shadow and my nose. All sh- at the same time. Schnapps, friend, you're coming home with me. That might help you sleep. Yeah. Sleep through shadow. I'm going to drink about this much of it. <laughs> oh, wow. It's 90 proof. <laughs> I go like this. this I'm going to call and check on you in the morning <laughs> to see if you're alive. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure Shadow's still alive. Oh, somebody's yeah. gonna. You should probably cut that. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. All right. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Priscilla. Thank you, Jamie, for your stories. And if anybody else wants to send us their stories for us to read, um, send it to Tipsy Tales Podcast at yahoo.com or you can send it to us on Messenger, on our Facebook yeah. or in- Instagram. Either mm-hmm. or. Let us know what you think about those uh, videos you put up. Yeah. She's going to send them to me, so I'll definitely put them up. Anyways. Anyways. That's our night. That's it. We're done. We're done. Take a fork on us. We're done. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good night. Good night. Night. 
Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of Tipsy Tales. Music by Jesse Pesqueda, artwork by Sergio Hernandez. And if you're listening on iTunes, please don't forget to rate and review. Thanks.